What am I no longer available for? Any old narratives that I have left that say I can't be successful by simply showing up as me doing what I love. It's that easy. And it's probably that hard. It requires me to be. It requires me to not perform my life, but be fully in it. And when I'm doing that, I can write my heart out, speak my heart out, podcast my heart out. And I wonder what that is for you. What are you no longer available for in 2022? Welcome to the Rebel Souls Podcast, where we flip the middle finger to the status quo. I'm your host, Shelly Paxton, lifelong rebel, liberator of souls, and author of Soulbatical, a corporate rebel's guide to finding your best life. Settle in as we dive deep with badass leaders who are rebelling for what matters most in life, business, and the world at large. I'm so happy you're here. Let's get this revolution started. This is a Soulfire production. Hello and welcome back, my fellow rebel souls. We made it. It's the end of 2021. How crazy is that? I don't know about you, but this has been a really intense, wild year of discovery for me. And as I was thinking about how I wanted to close out the year with you, I really wanted it to be me sharing what I've discovered this year, sharing some of the things that have been coming up for me that maybe I haven't been fully transparent about. So I'm calling this the Rebel Roundup. And the Rebel Roundup are basically five questions that I've been asking myself with a bonus question of how I want to create 2022. And so as I've been exploring this for myself and the answers that are coming up are really juicy, I thought, this is perfect. Let's do this together. So here we go. If you can, I know so many of you listen to this while you are in motion in some way. And if it's at all possible for this episode, for the next hopefully 20-ish minutes, sit down with me, grab your journal, get comfortable, grab your favorite beverage, and really sink into these questions with me and gift yourself a little bit of time after you listen to this to explore. I hope my questions and my insights spark something for you as we head into what you've heard me call 2022. 2022, why is that so hard to say? The year of the revolution. I want every single one of us to be rebelling for what matters most to us and for our truth and the life we want to create and the impact we want to have. And that's not going to look like what anybody else is doing in the world. For sure, we're going to inspire each other. And I hope my journey inspires you. Your journey absolutely inspires me. And I want us to also be rebelling for being conscious creators of our experience. And being ourselves and allowing ourselves to become 
over and over and over again. So let's go on this journey together. All right. Here is question number one that I've been exploring. In 2021, what was I pretending not to know? If you've been following me for a while, you know that this is one of my favorite coaching questions. And I say it all the time. And I turn the tables on myself. And it never ceases to amaze me that there are things I'm still pretending not to know. And this year for me, this is feels really vulnerable to say to you, but I know that I value this relationship we have and I know that I can share this and I'm hoping it makes you want to be equally as vulnerable in really exploring your answer to this question. For me, I've been performing my life this year. Instead of being in it fully. I started to realize this and I had this admission about a month ago where I said to my coach, I'm an observer of my life right now. I don't feel like I'm in my life. I feel like I'm witnessing my life. I feel like I'm on the periphery of my life. In some ways, I might even be outsourcing versus being in it fully and allowing myself to be in whatever is coming up. It's been a struggle. This year has been a struggle for me. I feel like I've lost my way. And what I'm realizing now is that's all part of the journey. That's part of living your truth and growing and evolving. Of course, I'm not going to be in the same message and be in the same space if I'm continuing to grow and evolve and share my journey with all of you. But it requires that I be in it. And then that I be truthful with myself in it. And I share. I want to be sharing the ups and the downs with you. And I really haven't. I've felt stuck and I've felt lost and I have felt in struggle. And I haven't been able to find the words to share that because I didn't know what it meant. I I still, to a great degree, don't know what it means. And I'm allowing myself to be in it, to be in the beautiful mess, to lay in the hammock, as my friend Mandy says to read and explore and create white space and play and see what wants to emerge. So that's what I was pretending not to know, that I was performing, doing the things I thought I should be doing, showing up the way I thought I should be showing up, which was a whole lot of doing and not a lot of being. And so I'm making a commitment to me and to you I'm showing up fully expressed in my being, whatever that looks like on this wild ride going forward in 2022 and beyond. Whew, that felt crazy to say. Thank you for listening. I hope that sparked something in you as well. Let's move on to question number two. Where did I allow myself to get curious? Really deeply curious in my life in 2021? And were there any insights from that? For me, as I explored that question, the answer was 100% in 
really exploring and getting curious about this idea of sobriety. For me, becoming sober curious for seven and a half months of this year and really dissecting the role of wine in particular in my life and fully understanding for me that wine and my habitual, you know, my habit of opening a bottle every night and pouring a glass and then wanting to pour another glass and then often pouring the third glass was my search for love and connection and belonging. Yeah. So I don't know how many of you, if you've explored something that is really taking you into a numbing space, it's fascinating when you start to dig into why, why we're doing that. What are we trying to fill? Is there a void inside? Almost always there is. And there's huge freedom and liberation in understanding that because we can then replace that habit that, you know, I call it being a ninja of numbing, whatever you're a ninja at, you can start to replace that with new habits. And for me, that was calling friends for connection. That was going out and walking at happy hour time. It was all of these little things that I could do to find belonging in myself, connection with others, a feeling of love that didn't have to come from the bottom of a bottle of freaking wine. Now, I'll be honest and tell you that wine has snuck back into my life. Actually, maybe it sort of crashed through the wall of my life, like the old Kool-Aid man. Remember that? He burst through the wall, a big picture. Wine has come back into my life like a hooker at a convent party. At any rate, I am really understanding now that when wine becomes habitual for me, I am disconnected from my being. I'm disconnected from my truth. I'm disconnected from my creativity. And I've really felt that these past two months. You've probably felt that because I haven't been showing up fully in my socials, in this podcast, in my life. And so that's something I really, that's a big learning for me. For seven and a half months, I got addicted to feeling good and being in full expression of myself, regardless of the struggle. I think I actually embraced the struggle and now I'm running from it again. So this is something I'm going to continue to play with in 2022. I'm curious what you want to play with. So let's get a question number three. How did I show up courageously in service of my truth in 2021? How did I show up courageously in service of my truth? And this one puts a huge smile on my face because if you think of this question as where in my life did I acknowledge the fear and then said, you know what, fucker, you go in the backseat of the car. I get it. You're along for the ride, but you're not at the wheel anymore. And for me, that's been my love journey. I've started to talk about it a little bit in a few episodes. 
And I'm going to more fully explore and share it with you in 2022. But I'm really proud of myself for being scared shitless of opening my heart again and also knowing that I'm ready. I'm ready for that companionship and relationship. I'm ready to be vulnerable, even if it means I get my heart broken again or I break my own heart in the process. And so in August, I got onto Bumble. Yep, the good old fashioned dating <laughs> app, doing this old school, you guys. Anyway, I got onto Bumble and I was showing up as me on dates for the first time ever. I wasn't white knuckling it, hoping that somebody would like me or trying to be the chameleon that I used to be like, oh, what is this person? Are they kind of hip and cool? Are they like a sports person? Do they love music? So I want to find out what kind of music they like. And then I want to pretend to like that music. I didn't show up in any of that. I showed up in my truth publicly, knowing that my message and my story is out in the world. I have no reason to be anyone else but me. And you don't have to like me. And I don't want to like you if what it means is I have to contort to belong, to somehow fit into your idea of what love looks like. Love looks like me in all of my bigness, my boldness, my badassery. And I think I said this before, and if you haven't heard it, I've been playing the song from the Greatest Showman soundtrack, This Is Me, every time I go into a date. And I remind myself that this is me. I'm perfectly imperfect. And it's been really cool to not hide any part of me, to embrace the F-bombs and the boldness and the bigness and being out in the world and not being ashamed of any of that. And I can feel how powerful that is, so much so that I've met somebody really interesting and we're three months into our journey together. And I'm not, I'm not holding on tight. I'm not attached to where this is going. I'm being present in the moment. I'm taking it one day at a time. And I'm exploring what it can be so long as I can continue and he continues to show up fully in our truth and that we're courageous and that our hearts are open and we'll see where it goes. So that's it for me. That love journey is where I showed up courageously and damn, I'm going to continue this. Whether it's with this guy or not, it feels so good to finally be my full self in a relationship. I want that for all of you too, in your current relationship and a future relationship, in all of your relationships, romantic or otherwise. It's teaching me so much about my friendships as well. So yeah, courageously showing up as ourselves in all of our relationships. So cheers to my love journey, your love journey, whatever that looks like for you. Question number four, where did I let my head override my heart or soul this year? This one, this one gives me the goosebumps because it's been a really tough lesson for me. Realizing that I have let been operating from up here 
I have for the majority of this year gotten stuck in my head in the shackles of should. And I'm calling this business model bingo (laughs) because I realized that I was shooting all over myself when it came to what should my business look like. And it led me to feeling stuck in quicksand because I was going down paths that weren't mine. I was going down paths that looked like partnership. When partnership wasn't what I really wanted, I started getting enamored with somebody else's ideas, somebody else's money investing in the business. And I let myself be convinced that other directions were the right way to go. I love this person. This person is still a dear friend of mine. But I realized that I wasn't listening to my heart and my soul in my own business. I was going down paths that sounded like, well, I should have an online course because that's what successful authors do. Like Gabby Bernstein. She has an online course for every single book she's ever written. Wildly successful. And every time I would go down this path of creating a course, I have it all written. I have it there. And I just wasn't lit up. And I was investing time and energy and money into things that didn't feel like me. You know, investigating the corporate approach to sabbatical. When in reality, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to humans, rebel souls, rebel leaders who want to be in their lives differently, who want to show up in their authenticity and their courage and their purpose. That's you. I don't want to talk to a soulless corporation. I don't. And I'm going to stop walking that tightrope and really embrace this conversation. And embrace showing up in a way that lights me up because I know when I do that, it'll light you up too. And I'll talk a little bit more about this when I get to how I'm approaching 2022. So question number five before we get to that. What am I no longer available for in 2022? You might've seen my post on this a couple months ago. It's a powerful question that I learned from Abby Gibb. What am I no longer available for? Think about everything this year when you, perhaps you got mired in the shoulds, when you, you know, got a bit off course, when your head overrode your heart, when you put somebody else's values or opinion or advice ahead of your own soul and your own gut. What are you no longer available for? And the answer for me, I could do an entire episode on this and I likely will soon. The short answer for me right now is any old narratives that I have left that say, I can't be successful by simply showing up as me doing what I love. It's that easy. And it's probably that hard, right? It requires me to be It requires me to not perform my life, but be fully in it. And when I'm doing that, I can write my heart out, speak my heart out, podcast my heart out, 
create the orange couch, whether that's a part of this show or something completely different. That's fucking exciting. And I wonder what that is for you. What are you no longer available for in 2022 that's been keeping you stuck in your life or in the performing of your life versus the being of your fully expressed self? I know what you guys love is my energy and my story and my vulnerability and my courage and my authenticity. So look out, world. Look out, Rebel Souls community. This is what's coming in 2022. I will show up fully. And let me end by saying the bonus question for me and for you, which will give you a little bit more of a hint of how I want to be showing up, how I will be showing up in 2022. What am I rebelling for in 2022? You guys know I love this. We're rebelling for, we're leaning in. It's expansive. It's our truth. It's our courage. It's our purpose. Rebelling for who we are, what we want, and the impact we want to have in the world. What does that look like for you in 2022? I love this question because you've heard me say this before. I believe we are the conscious creators of our experience. And so let's set the tone and the intention for 2022 for our lives. Let's set a simple statement. It could be a word. It could be a phrase. What is that for you that says, this is what I'm rebelling for in 2022? This frames everything. It's the lens through which I will be and create and show up. And for me, one of the biggest insights for me over the past several months, actually from Mexico, the past couple of months, this is brand new, is embracing that I'm an artist. I get all bunged up when I think about my business and business model and what it means to be an entrepreneur. At the end of the day, I'm rebelling for being an artist. And what that means for me and for you and for everything that we be together in this community going forward, this is what I wrote down. It means that I will be painting with my words and experiences, that I will be showing up fully in my creative energy, that I will be playing, that I will continue to be curious, that I will be disruptive, not shooting all over myself of what a quote unquote, you know, successful business looks like. I will be shifting consciousness around success in every facet and every layer of what that can mean as a human, from our mental health to body positivity, to leadership, to love, all of it, you guys, all of it. I want to paint what that looks like for me and inspire what that can look like for you. That's what an artist does. Shifts consciousness for all of us. Inspires us to look at something in a completely different way. And so I, I'm committed to being an artist, to living, to creating a life and a business that's a living, 
breathing expression of me for you. That's exciting. Honestly, I have not felt this lit up. I haven't felt this me. I have, as I said at the beginning, I have been in struggle. I've been lost. I've been going in circles. I've been looking all around me for the answers instead of inside of me. Yeah, I keep learning that lesson again and again. And it's okay. It's okay if you're doing the same. That's why I wanted to share this and be profoundly transparent and really vulnerable with what's been going on with me and make a commitment that 2022 is going to look different. And I know it will for you as well. And I'm really excited about this idea of being an artist. And I'm curious if it sparks anything for you. What does it mean to be an artist in your life? Maybe that doesn't resonate and that's okay. Really sit with this idea of what am I rebelling for? Who do I want to become? The question is really around what we want to lean into, who we want to be, how we want to show up, what we want to create. We are the conscious creators and artists are the most conscious of creators. So there's something yummy and juicy that I'm going to continue to explore as we head into 2022. You will hear a lot more of it. I'm taking you on the wild ride more deeply and fully than I ever have before. And all I want to say to all of you is I love you. I'm so grateful that you're, you've been on this ride with me, this wild freaking ride that we call life. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for recommending this podcast. Thank you for reviewing it, for sharing it with the people you love, with fellow rebel souls in this world. There are 7 billion plus of us in this world, you guys. We can get to a billion. Let's keep sharing and let's commit that we want to live unshackled, unburdened, unbridled lives, fully expressed versions of ourselves and rebelling for what matters most in 2022. I hope this Rebel Roundup was helpful for you. I want to do more of this. I think we'll do quarterly check-ins as we go through 2022 and beyond. And I want to hear from you. What came up for you? How did you answer these questions? What surprised you? What do you want 2022 to look like? Shoot me a note on Instagram. Shoot me a DM. Shoot me an email, Shelly at soulbatical.com. Just reach out. Let's have a conversation. More than anything, I want this to be more of a two-way dialogue. Totally vulnerable, totally open, inspiring each other on this wild ride. I love you guys. Happy New Year. And boy, when we come back, January 5th, profound conversation around hope, which is something we all need right now. I love you guys. Happy New Year. Thank you. Stay bold brave, and badass. Hey, Rebel. Thanks for listening. If you were inspired by what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review so our fellow Rebel souls can find us. We have big work to do together. And if you want to dive deeper, head on over to my website at soulbatical.com and follow me at soulbatical on Instagram. Until next time, stay bold, brave, and badass, and never stop asking. What am I rebelling for?